Hello guys and welcome to the Find Your Why podcast. Um, I'm here uh, tonight, rainy day, sitting in my fire room, um, doing the first podcast and I thought I would kick it off with a little bit about myself. Um, so my name is Jarrett Brown, uh, I live on the Central Coast, uh, 22 years of age and um, run a business called DMR Bootcamps um, in the Arena Central Coast and we also have an outdoor program, but I'll get into that a little bit um, as the podcast goes on. But I guess I wanted to start a podcast uh, for, for a couple of reasons. Um, one, to be able to sort of get my message, DMR's message, and people that people that we uh, we interview on this podcast get their message across. But... Um, Another reason why is to help me sort of find my voice as well, um, to maybe let out let out any sort of emotions that I'm feeling. And the whole point about this podcast is just to be raw and authentic. Um, life isn't sunshine and rainbows, um, and we need to learn to accept that there are days that are going to be tough, and there are going to be times in business that are going to be tough. There's going to be times in relationships that are going to be tough. But um, and once we accept that. Um, I guess that will allow us to, or this podcast will allow you or hopefully provide you with some ways to, to overcome um, whatever the, the circumstance may be. And, you know, this isn't me saying that I'm perfect and nailed anything, everything on the head. I haven't. Um, but, you know, I'm only going to talk from experiences. Um, I'm not going to bring up a, a topic that I don't think that I've been through enough to be able to provide on. Um, a topic or an interview on um, so yeah so a little bit about me and my story I grew up um, on the Central Coast playing you know sport went to a school called Central Coast Adventist School in the Arena there um, and grew up you know being involved in sports so I was very active from from a young age um, growing up through school or going up through school I wasn't academic at all um, the schooling system which can be saved for a later podcast, but long story short, the schooling system didn't suit the way that I learned. Um, and I just didn't really put in the effort and, and found myself getting results that I don't think was aligned with my knowledge at all, but the way that the schooling system is, is um, it, yeah, it wasn't aligned with the way I learned. Left school in 2014, um, and I think everyone can relate to this. I think you've been, because you've been in a routine for so long, um, particularly for or for 12 years of school, um, unless you drop out in year 10, you find yourself in a, in a routine. You know you know that you go to school between these hours and you can fit something in before school and you can fit something in after school. So for me, that was football, surf life saving. Um, and, I f- and I left school and I was like, wow, you know, the big world is here. Like, what, you know, what do we do now? What do I do now? And um, So I left school in 2014. And yeah, had a, had a gap year and it was probably more of a lost year, to be honest with you. I, I trained for football really, really hard. Um, but put gained a bit of weight, particularly over the last few months of year 12, you know, you obviously party and you finish in the year having some fun and HSC wasn't my thing, I participated in it, but I definitely didn't do it to to a level of what some people do, and you know, you know, stoolies and whatnot, and found myself actually quite overweight, so I'm, I'm only 5 foot 11, not very tall, 
um, and was about 95 kilos. So I started training for football to the point where I was overtraining and just was very, very lost in where I was going with my life. And I'm sure a lot of young people can relate to this, this message. So I found a local boot camp called Battlefit, um, who was run at the time by a guy called, or still is, different name now, by a guy called Andrew Papadopoulos and started training um, with him and joined his program. And I think I just I felt really at, at home. Um, you know, the, the career of having, playing football wasn't something that I ended up going down the road of, although it was a dream growing up. It wasn't the road that I went down. And I think doing Battlefield and doing that boot camp program, it really opened me up to go, well, there's actually things that you can do in this life from a, from a career perspective um, that will allow you to still be passionate about what you do. Um, I was never someone that wanted to be stuck behind a desk and, and still don't. It's definitely outside my comfort zone. And yeah, so I started doing Battlefit and really enjoyed it, really, really enjoyed it. And found myself going through a weight loss journey from 95 to about 72 kilos. So about 22, 23 kilos, I found myself going through it. And just being around the Battlefit crew, I, I really fell in love with that lifestyle. Um, to be able to train people who were basically your friends or the who are your friends, sorry. Um, as your career really appealed to me. So I decided to do my Cert 3 and 4 in fitness with the, um, with the idea of starting my own business. So I think I went over to Canada at the end of 2015 and I knew I was coming back. I, I got my logo, um, which we'll go into, came straight back into that new year and started my Cert 3 and 4 in fitness. And as I was doing my Cert 3 and 4, so what I did, I did it down there, um, just across the road from the Central Station, so about an hour and a half on the train. And yeah, it was Monday to Wednesday, and before or and after, or after, I would program my clients that I'd come home to. And you know, I was doing these clients at home in my garage, um, and outside, I was doing them for, for $5. And this was this was during my set three and four, so maybe doing a little bit of dense rules, but charging five bucks just to sort of build up a little bit of momentum of how to train people, different environments, different age groups, um, get myself familiar with some more equipment, and sort of just learn how to run my business from a very small scale. So I started training people for five dollars. I think I built myself up to maybe six or seven clients. Uh, throughout my set three and four and maybe like a one or two sort of group sessions and knew that this was something that I was going to fulfill. So um, my parents have been very supportive and we developed my garage or our, not our carport, but our sort of where the trailer and all the, the wooden, we have a sort of a garage there for our tools and whatnot, bins. I, we were fortunate enough to be able to spread things to the back half of the room and find some storage space. So I ended up having a good, what we call about 27, 25, 27, 30, 30 square meters. And get that out into a gym, which was really, really cool. And I just basically chipped away, chipped away, chipped away, ran a lot of free Sunday sessions, a lot of free or sort of $5 Sunday sessions and just really built it up. It was really consistent. It was probably more of a pain in the ass than anything. 
and was just really consistent in, and proactive and wanting to get my name out there. So I went down that track and we started our first boot camp program. Um, it would have been oh, two, two months after I finished my Cert 4. And I think we were lucky, oh, I was lucky enough to have about 20 people enrolled into our first sort of 10-week boot camp program where we ran a few sessions from my house gym or home gym in the garage and then we ran a few sessions from the local, a local school called uh, Terrell High School. So that would be in the mornings. And just started out, obviously being young, I attracted the younger clientele from, from, from an early age um, and built it up, built it up, built it up and I think by the time we had our third program, we were up to about 40, if not 50, 50 members and probably grew at a rate that was good. And um, I think take, if I had learned to be a student like I am now and taking knowledge and taking advice from people, I would have handled a lot better. But you know, a lot of loose scraps of paper hanging around and just trying to sustain it, um, invoicing and, and billing and just little things like that, trying to keep up with that was just a... Bit of a bit of a hassle, and we run our program, and it was great. So we off to a great start with DMR, and and we'll get to the name a little in a little bit later. But um, yeah, so we we built it up, and I guess over it would have been about a tenth month period. Got the point where I just felt like, you know, I had PTs, don't we're going really good. You know, the business was was making some good coin, although at the time it wasn't really making coin because what you would do is you didn't learn much about clothing. So you'd charge bare minimum for clothing and you'd forget that there's GST on it. So you had to pay that to so like $400 out of pocket and then you'd obviously getting some more equipment and just buying stuff. So, and I probably wasn't smart with my finances back then. Um, you know, buying the latest shoes, going up to Rebel every second week and just spending money. So at that time, the business wasn't making money, although it was probably turning over a good amount for, for the low overheads that we had. Yeah, it just wasn't smart. But I, I really felt at the time, um, we had a really, really good community and I felt like it was probably the time to really step out. I felt like if I had kept going that my business would have gone backwards and that was just the thought process that I had on the time. Had on the time. And so I was quite ambitious um, and you know, was into my first premises, which is actually next door to where we are now, um, 115 square meters, you know, a lease of about $45,000 a year. And that's just, you know, that's just for the roof over your head essentially. And then you've got all your electricity, your financing, your equipment, everything on top of that. So, um, you know, I'll let that, I'll leave that up to your imagination on the, on the outgoings from that. So we p sort of moved into there when I was 19 and that was the first step to really sort of evolving and making DMR something that was recognized not by just a small little community, but to sort of grow the awareness um, for DMR. Built it up and we, I think we, you know, there was a lot of changes, a lot of changes. You know, from 10-week programs to a, more of an unlimited pro package and having to learn about business. And I think, you know, in that initial six months, we're only in that premises for 10 months, but in that small period of time, I, I didn't learn a lot about business, to be honest with you. I just felt like because I had a lot of early on success that it would just come. Um, but now you're talking, you're in the bid boy lead now, you're like, you, you've got finances to cover, you've got things to do and things to pay. 
Uh, there's a lot more stresses involved. But I was still expecting that people would just kind of come to our door and come to our door and come to our door. And I think, you know, still to this day, I pay myself a very small fortune, very, very, well, not a small fortune, not a fortune whatsoever, but a very small amount, you know, $200 a week, I still pay myself. And I think that initial, that first place, was the stepping stones to recognise that I needed to be proactive and how we got clients. Um, and built it up, built it up to about 80 people. You know, there was obviously a lot of setting up some systems, so there was a lot of teething problems with that and paying for marketing people that weren't doing a job. And You know, there was all these little things and you get your emotions and they get you by your emotions and you, and you end up buying. So there was a lot of outgoings and... Setting up systems is always a process. So anyway, after about a 10-month period in our small little 115-square-metre place, we um, we moved into our bigger space into 290 square metres next door. So obviously the costs go up and we moved into there and, you know, we're off the ground and we've been there for about a year and a half now. It's been a fantastic experience. It's 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 definitely definitely had its lows um you know there's actually more lows than there are highs and i think the lows actually really make you appreciate the highs um you know if you didn't have to work hard and you didn't have to go through the down days those highs just wouldn't mean as much as what they or as much as what they do and we moved into there adding so much more equipment adding so much more flooring just for a little piece of flooring is 25 dollars, and the things add up and they add up and they add up and sort of I guess found myself got to the point where I was overworking I was doing everything amongst the business we had a trainer Lauren that was with us from an from an early point she started taking a class back in our previous 115 square meter place but you know um, everything from admin chasing failed payments to signing people up to um, Facebook and marketing to or to a small degree um, to taking you know 28 classes to taking 10 PTs and you know the, there was probably weeks there that the hours were stacking up to 80, 90, 90 hour weeks consistently of just trying to keep above the things and then trying to learn and I think it took to probably last year you know October September I realised that I had to be a student I had to learn I had to look up to people I had to consume knowledge from people that have been there and done that to in a position where they're, you know, got 20 gyms and one of the people that I looked up to and uh, spent a lot of time consuming knowledge off is a guy called Travis Jones that has 22 gyms, uh, I think in uh, a couple in 18 or so in Melbourne and a couple in Sydney and one or two over in the US and consumed a lot of his knowledge and um, started consuming books and reading books. And yeah did a few of his programs and that really opened me up to the business world and actually realized that you know this business game there's a lot to this business game and i uh, i was listening to a podcast the other day a guy from um isaac john from ykta he has a podcast called the ice project that one in two people want to be entrepreneurs but you know those one in two people they don't necessarily know what goes on behind the scenes you know, there's a lot that goes into business and then you've got to juggle the ball between your finances, your revenue, your, your your profit and loss to managing your staff and being a leader for your staff or we trainers and then, um, 
chasing payments, making sure the customer experience is up. You know, I still miss a lot of messages and do my best to try and reply to as many as I can. And, you know, there's a lot that goes on. And I think um, putting myself in a position where I had to learn uh, and to this day now, I'm signed up to a program that I've put myself in a position where I'm very, very uncomfortable. But I know that the process that I'm putting myself through now is a process that is going to allow DMR to reach its real potential and its full potential um, over the next sort of 12 to, to 24 months. And I think looking back, it's only been a three-year three journey. Um, and there's so much has happened in three years and that's a very small time and to even be able to get through the point of three years of running a business you've already you're already in a, like the one percent um like 70 percent of businesses fail in the first year and then it's just the worst like the stats are crazy after that and i don't want to be a business owner that that the business is reluctant relying on jared brown because that's not something that i want i want to make this business that um allows to feed off our six trainers and, and, and so on down the track because you know the trainers that we do bring in have amazing values and are very aligned with DMR's values and it's it's why and, and they're amazing people and to be able to drive this business to the potential that it has um, across two locations is going to be the back, on the back of, of our trainers and the experience that we give so yeah just opening myself up to that sort of that business world and a little bit into the DMR story, so I'll keep this pretty brief because um, a lot of you may have heard it. And for the new for the new listeners, um, it'll be a good chance for you to understand. You know what is DMR? A lot of you probably are thinking, you know, what does DMR stand for? So when I was um, eleven, I had a uh, a cousin, and he and he was five when he when he passed away. His name's Damon Mark Robertson. Um, grew up with him and he, he really looked up to me. I was like his big brother and someone that um, I think he really aspired to be like and, you know, we'd play games together and I'd do his hair like he liked mine and, you know, I really did look to him like my little brother and tragically when I was um, 11 and he was five, he was he was murdered. Um, something that still shapes our family up today and paid something that impacted me which we can say for, for a later date about sort of lifting the the point in your life that really, really hit you hard and making sure you address them instead of covering them up. And yeah, so that was something that I really used as motivation, although I don't believe so much in motivation because it's short-lived anymore. Um, I believe in more routine and habits and being a little bit more aware and being aware of how you work and how you operate and how you can get the most out of your relationships and your careers and, and, and your health and your nutrition, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and use him as a lot of motivation, which probably actually brought a little bit more anger into my life. So um, having to deal with that, I think it's allowed me to, uh, I've really recognized over the last three months that instead of using that as an excuse and using that as something to be Debbie Downer about and to to see myself as someone, you know, that, that should be given sympathy. I see it as, a, as a, an experience that really sculpted um, and made me the person that I am today. Um, I think from a resilience perspective, um, I think I do have a lot of resilience for the uncomfortable positions I put myself in on a regular basis, but I know that that pays off. Um, and, and this was something that really set, set that alight.
And it's sort of my vision. I've got a few things going on behind the scenes as well with the, with the boys mentoring program with my good mates Andrew Cooney and Mitchell Breeds who are coming up with something pretty amazing which I look forward to bringing to you guys um, in a few podcasts down the track and sort of my vision of, of my life and where I want to go and what I want to do is I want to be a catalyst for people to be able to talk to. I want to be someone that people can message DM um, I want to provide information and help people grow within within a business and how to develop their business down the track. And I want to get into public speaking. Um, I want to share a story and I want to leave a legacy. And that's something that I want to do. And I want to broaden my horizons. I don't want to, to be just doing training and running classes at DMA um, each and every day for the rest of my life because I know that the trainers that we have can do just as good as a job as me. And as much as I always will be surrounded by DM actors, it is it is my passion. I do have other passions that I want to fulfill, and um, and I'm really looking forward to be able to fulfill fulfilling those. And you know, podcasting is one of those. Um, I think my purpose is I want to show people that they can chase their dreams. That during the tough times is where your greatest successes are. Put yourself in an uncomfortable position. Okay, accept the fact that there's changes that need to be made and make the changes required to be able to, to go after that. Um, I want to help males um, because I can obviously relate to them a little bit better on overcoming thoughts, on overcoming anxiety, on overcoming um, getting out of a friendship group that may not have a positive impact. You know, they're something that I really want to fulfill. Um, but yeah, that's... That's really um, a little bit about myself and, and what this podcast is about. This podcast is going to be bringing tips on training from nutrition to mindset to business. Um, a little bit of an overview of the things that I'm really passionate about and I really want to get a message across and I think that it can bring a lot of benefits into into a lot of people's lives. So that's a little bit about what you're going to expect in, the, in, the, in your Find Your Why podcast. I do have some interviews that I'm really looking forward that I have lined up um but yeah pumped to get this first episode out of the podcast but there is just one thing there is just one thing if you are inspired and you look forward to the more listeners that we get to this podcast the the better people that and and the people that i can get interviews um from i can be able to travel and interview some great minds and the more viewers that we get so the way and the only reason i ask is all I need you to do and all I want you guys to do is if you have taken something away from this podcast or you look forward to more episodes, just take a screenshot, tag me in your story, tag me wherever, tag um, the Finding Wire podcast, take a screenshot and, and pass this podcast onto, onto someone that you believe that they will benefit from. Um, that's going to allow us to really be able to broaden our, our horizons of the people that and the guest speakers that we do get to have on this podcast. Um, and yeah, guys, if you do have anyone you'd love to hear on this podcast, a little bit about them, a biography or some, whether they be an expert in, in a different field, um, yeah, guys, feel free to, to flick me a message and, um, and I'll try my best to tee that up. But Besides that, guys, I, I do thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the Find Your the, your Why podcast and do look forward to being back on here as soon as we can with our first um, interview, which we will announce in a few days. So from me, guys, that is it. That's a little bit about me and my story. 
Um, look forward to hearing from you. Make sure you share this. Take a screenshot. Tag um, myself, Jared B1 on, on Instagram. And yeah, pass this on to, to someone else. So thank you for listening, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.